Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Coach the Coach Radio. Brought to you by the Business Radio X Ambassador Program, the no-cost business development strategy for coaches who want to spend more time serving local business clients and less time selling them. Go to brxambassador.com to learn more. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Coach for Coach Radio, and this is going to be a fun one. Today we have with us Linnea Hagen with the Abundance Company. Welcome. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about the Abundance Company. How are you serving folks? Um, the Abundance Company was created in uh, 2002, and how I serve folks, I work with successful leaders and entrepreneurs who are stuck. Um, they're having a lot of pain because they are their business is flatlined and they're losing employees and working too hard and that type of thing. So what I do, I help build the, them from the inside out to be better leaders so that they can build a better business and build better employees. So what's your backstory? How did you get into this line of work? Oh, my gosh. Um, I've been coaching practically my whole life. It's just natural to me. Um, I started out in corporate uh, with Disney and then Quaker State Oil and finally with AT&T. And um, uh, AT&T, or specific Bell, sent me through um, oodles of uh, education. I already had two undergrad degrees in um, psychology and sociology, but they um, um, uh, gave me two more ma- two masters, and one of them was is in organizational development. And um, I decided that what hit me the, the deepest about working with an organization is serving the leaders because leadership is inspiring leadership the right kind of leadership is rare and um, I think we've all suffered under a leader that um, is ignoble or ignorant or inefficient or ineffective or dishonest (laughs) and that's a horrible way for people to live and to work so um, that's what got me into it um, just to um, my passion for helping others and that type of thing and then, and then when, I started my own company. And when you left corporate, did you get, were you working primarily with executives of enterprise level organizations or do you work with small to mid-sized business owners as well? You know, um, when I was in corporate, I, I worked with executives. I, I had huge companies. Um, I had, you know, Hewlett Packard and um, Intel, uh, Cisco, uh, a, a lot of the, the huge global companies that are, are headquartered here in Silicon Valley. Um, my background is in small business. I worked in small business. Um, I saw the struggles and the pains um, by growing up in it. And, um, and my heart is with really with smaller businesses, although I've had as clients directors of large corporations like Intel because they have their own kind of like small business within a larger organization. So it's kind of run the gamut. But my, my heart and my focus, and my passion is really on um, leadership and um, helping people achieve their dreams, not only for their particular position or their company or their group, but also in their life. And that's what our, that's why we do what we do professionally, I believe, is to help, help reach our joy and what it is we're, we're meant to do while we're here on earth. Now, in your work, you came up with a methodology. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the biosystem of success? Yeah, the biosystem of success is um, something that came to me when I put together all the different things that I um, 
was educated in and um, licensed or certified in. And when I started looking at it, one of them is the, the one-page business plan. Um, I created it as as, uh, as a pyramid, kind of um, like the um, oh I can't remember. I'm a psychology major, can't remember. But the the pyramid of living, and um, and we work up to the top, which is really um, for me on the top is joy and personal success. And so I, when I started creating that with a vision and and mission and strategies and objectives and and projects um it looked like a you know a triangle but then I, when i got to a deeper work um i started working with people on what is your your purpose for being here why are you put here on earth and this is through the work that i did with the amazing uh, lance secretan who has been lauded and awarded all over the world for the work he does with corporations and it's all based on um purpose and inspiration so I, the truth is purpose runs through everything you do. And when you discover that reason for being here on earth, then you live a different kind of life or a different kind of leader, or a different kind of worker and parent. Um, so that became something that ran through every bit of the business plan up to the top where the, the person is kind of right, risen to the top of the tree. And they're kind of dancing with joy. Um, so when I, put the purpose running through the business plan and up to the top and affecting everything within the business and the people in it. Um, I realized it looked like a tree. What I used to draw for a tree when I was a kid for a little Christmas tree, a little, you know, a little triangle with a stick going through it. But the purpose runs deep, deep into the ground that supports the tree. And whatever is on top is whatever is flourishing above ground. And this is true, except for redwoods, which are a rare breed. But the purpose system underground and the root system is as large as what's as the fruit on top and the true truth is we can't achieve much on top if the root system is being poisoned and this encompasses the um the seven environments of who we are it's our relationships it's our relationship with money it's who we're connected to in our networking you know like six degrees of separation it's um our spiritual environment, our environment, and our our relationship with um, with nature. It's how we're tapping into, into our DNA and our natural gifts, and it's you know it spreads out, and it keeps spreading out. And as those roots spread out, they're going to be they can be either fed or bled on how well you're taking care of those. And that's what a lot of people don't want to look at in business. But when I give talks to you know, a group of businessmen, and I'm, you know, talking about this stuff underneath, by the time I'm done, they're sitting up and, and listening, because, you know, we all know that if we have a fight with our spouse before we go to work, um, that's going to be niggling at us, going to be kind of dragging us down and pulling our, our full attention and energy away from what we're, what we're doing at the moment. And vice versa, if we have a, a lousy work environment, we bring that home. So we, it's not a business self and a personal self, it's all one. So we need to take care of all these these roots and things that that can can really lift us up, so it can produce bigger fruit into what we're meant to be doing here on Earth. Now, when you're um, having a conversation with somebody, maybe at the beginning of your relationship with them, are they able? To, are they self aware enough, and are they able to articulate kind of the depth of that and to get that deep into the foundation and the whys behind the whys, and 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 really kind of appreciate that, or are they coming to you with I don't know why all my employees are leaving. You know, uh, 
the second, <laughs> the second, <laughs> second way. Um, you know, I've been brought in, you know, by, um, by an owner of business. He said, you know, kind of fix them. And um, that's when I was just doing consulting. And then I went into executive coaching because I thought, no, I need to fix a leader. <laughs> and um, so, no, pe- most people are not that self-aware. And um, that's the beauty of, of doing the work that I do is to open, open their kind of their, their soul and their mind to something that is so much broader than this little this little space or this little thing they're focusing on because it's a very holistic world that we live in. Now, but what does that look like at the beginning? So like the person comes in, like you said, they're like, fix Bob. Everything would be great here. If you can fix Bob, Um, Bob, obviously it's clear to me. I see this. It's right in front of me, Bob, fix Bob. Everything will be good. And then you got to move that person that Bob is just maybe a symptom, if anything, or maybe it has nothing to do with Bob. Um, exactly. Exactly. Well, when I first um, have someone um, sit with me or talk to me about what they put their business, um, what I started is, you know, tell me about your three biggest challenges. And I can into it or I can easily see how those are all tied in together into something that's bigger than what he or she is talking about and that's when I start to turn around the conversation say you know let's look at this from a bigger picture because you're being kind of you know myopic here in a way and so let's look at and think about what is happening kind of holistically in your business and maybe we can kind of pull that apart and see what's really going on so it's very hard to say gee it's not Bob it's you (laughs) But I mean, you're saying a version of that, but more more elegantly. Yeah, you know, and my my you know my purpose here on Earth is to kind of honor honor the uh, the sacredness of people. So and so, you know, how do you do that? But say, you know, you know, buddy, you're really messed up here. It's <laughs> really about you. Um, but ultimately, so, you know, just, it is the leader, right? I mean, you have to help the leader help themselves, so then they can then help the group they're serving. Exactly, exactly. And if they can become someone who's an aspiring person, then they can be, begin to do that in a way that lifts everyone up and makes people want to do their best work and want to be there. Um, the thing that gives me a lot of pain is the fact that, you know, globally, um, the percentage of people who are engaged with their job, meaning they want to be there. They want to do their best. They'll even extend to do, doing something else if it helps the organization. You know, that's only like 15% of the workforce. That means 85% is looking for a way out. Right. They're just going through the motions or it's a paycheck and they're just doing the minimum to just keep existing there. Or their eyes on the clock. You know, it's just, it's painful. That makes, personally gives me a lot of pain. In the United States, it's a little bit better. It's about maybe 30% of employees are engaged. It's helping a little bit with the, with the um, B corporations, the benefit corporations, which mm-hmm. are real legal entities. Um, so, so you're seeing that the companies that have kind of a worthwhile mission and a big why that people can get behind, they have a better chance of maybe creating some sort of a movement where people are seeking out to go there and that, that gives them, the employee, more meaning and it helps the company thrive? 
It, absolutely. In fact, there's a lot of statistics to back that up, that inspiring organizations um, t- are, have a leader that's, that is caring and loving, not, you know, like, you know, platonic love, but somebody says, says, whatever I want for myself, I want for these people. And so um, Humana Corporation, which has embraced this, the whole, um, the whole model, um, talk to their, their, their top people, their higher achievers, people they really wanted to keep on board and said, what is your dream? What would you be doing if you weren't here? And one, for instance, one guy said, I'd be a concert pianist. So this company in their lobby put a concert grand piano so this guy could come down during his lunch break and, you know, his break times and could be a concert pianist for the people in the building. And I mean, how do that not only affects him, how do you think that affects everybody else? So it's not only just one bad apple spoiling the whole barrel, it's one inspirational deed and honoring the soul of one other person inspiring everyone else. Right. And that and role modeling that behavior is like you said, is the ripple effects go throughout the organization that this person cares, they really have empathy. This is a place worth not only for me going, I'm gonna invite my friends. And this is a place exactly. we can really kind of do something and make a mark. The beautiful thing about it um, in using um, the why be do is, you know, why I'm here. What am I, you know, how, how am I going to represent why I'm here? And then what am I going to do to carry that forward? Um, it can actually be brought through the entire corporation, entire organization, but it starts with the leader becoming an inspiring person. You can't inspire others unless you're an inspiring person. And um, but the but companies that incorporate all this, um, they have fifty percent less turnover. They retain retain and attract clients at a much higher level. They have a fifty percent increase in revenue and profits. And they can actually bring it out to the organization. You know, it's I mean to the the community. So if you have a place that is that inspiring. The word gets out. Now, it's like, you know, if you have a lousy place to work, the word gets out. The word out. gets out. Right, exactly. Yeah. It works both ways. It does. Uh, now, um, in your work, can you share a story about maybe you were working with a firm, obviously don't name the name, but explain what their challenge was or where they were stuck and how you were able to kind of intervene and help them get to a new level? Um, I will. I worked with a, uh, a software company. And um, I was giving a talk to to um, Rotary just early on, and this guy approached me and said, I really need your help. And I was talking about tolerations, which is all that stuff that is draining or rotting your roots. You're putting up too much in your life that you're just, it's draining your energy. And um, it's not about time management, it's about energy management. So I talked about that. And he couldn't get anything done. You know, he was, um, his business was stuck at the same revenue level. He'd been in business, I think, about 15, 20 years. And he couldn't get it past a a certain level. And so I, I started working with Bob and he became my client for many years as I facilitated a board of directors made up of CEOs and company presidents. 
And as I started working with him, it became, became clear to me that um, he was excellent as a servant leader. Excellent and very loving. But he didn't have the courage within himself to make some hard decisions on his own time and with himself. He, you know, he wasn't inspiring himself enough. So we started working on at this level about, you know, okay, what is your purpose here on earth? Is it just to, you know, clean up after everybody else or, or, you know, drag yourself down? Is that, you know, that's not helping anybody. And so we started working on that and, um, and worked on a business plan. And he ended up um, attracting the two people who had been going after as employees for a long time. And as he talked to them and he showed him the plans that we created together for his business, one of those people said, I want to work here because I've never heard or seen anything like this before. And he, he ended up not only growing his business, but like I said, attracting a whole other uh, rich and talented employee. And um, so he became one of my first uh, raving testimonials. <laughs> in fact, he lives in my neighborhood now. <laughs> <laughs> so I see him. But it's, um, and, and he was doing things like, you know, I have an open door policy. Well, that sounds like a good idea, but sometimes you have to close it so you can get things done. Because it, what he wasn't doing was allowing people to become better leaders of themselves. He was answering all their questions and telling them where things are and doing the same. His kids were calling in during the day, say, Dad, where are my socks? And you're not creating independent leaders by being the mother hen to everybody. And so we had to work with, you know, is this really the best way to lift yourself up and lift up those around you? And, um, and it was such fun. It was just really great. And we also worked with um, the employees. We had an all hands meeting and about, um, and he was just, you know, in the employee group about what do we stand for? You know, why are we here as a, as a corporation? How are we going to live that out? And what are we going to do? And um, of course, none of these people have ever gone anything through anything like that. And it really inspired everybody to, to be different as a human being, I guess, I'm hoping. But also it impacted the, the organization in, uh, in a huge way. So that's, I guess, one story. Now, in your, in your work, you've been doing coaching for a minute now. Have you found that the coaching is now more of a must-have for employees of all levels, where it used to be kind of a nice-to-have for a handful of select leaders at the top of the food chain in an organization? Um, I think it's a mix. Um, I'm What I'm seeing in a lot of small businesses um, – they don't think as the owners or the presidents of small businesses, they need any, any help themselves. <laughs> they only come to a coach when maybe they're having some problems. Um, so you think they're only using coaching in a crisis? They're not using it as kind of a sounding board and kind of always helping them get better, continuous improvement, you know, pushing them? I think it's a mix, Lee, uh, from what I see and what I've experienced. Um, you know, hopefully people have a bigger dream than just, you know, making where they are a, a little bit better. Um, and that's what I hope to instill in 
my clients is, you know, what's your dream? Let's work on something that is more beautiful and more inspiring than what you're currently Right. Like not, I don't want to make another hundred thousand dollars like that's the dream. You're you're helping them dream bigger and have more of an impact and really you know, it's asking. Yeah, it's asking the why question. So what's so great about the hundred thousand dollars? Right. You know, why? Why? And and actually what it comes down to in in finding your your why here on Earth, why you're you're here, what what um, Simon Sinek calls um the sacred why, what I, I called, you know, the, the golden purpose. And I can't remember what, what the question was. <laughs> well, the, the purpose is that. that it sounds like in your work that that's where you're spending your time is helping people dream bigger and giving them the tools to kind of attain something that maybe they didn't even consider as attainable. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, um, you know, and some people are just, you know, they're, they're, they're happy just being where they are. And that's, that's great. You know, they want their lives to be simple. You know, I mean, we all do, but it's not always that easy. Um, but the, the why, you know, is this go into why you're here? And how do you bring that into your business and everything that you do? And, um, and what, what, what most people want and what comes out of the work is that, at some level, everybody wants to leave a legacy. And how does that start with who you are and what your organization or your company is doing as well? Because that could be a really, really negative le- legacy if you have a, have a company that burns people out. Right. And absolutely. And then at some point in your career or your life, you're going to start wondering if this is all there is. And what can I be doing different? What can I be doing to help others more and have more impact in my people, myself, my community? That's all doable, I think. But I think a lot of times they need coaches like you to really open their mind and give them kind of the kick in the pants to, you know, get unstuck and not just settle. I think a lot of people settle when they don't have to if they were just around the right coaching or mentor or inspiration to do a little bit more, do what they're doing a little differently. Yeah. And, and, and I know, you know, we're almost ready to wrap up, but I just want to come back to the, the whole thing about purpose. Um, what higher purpose allows you to do. And, and I know for a lot of coaches, I talk to a lot is um, starting to feel like you belong because we're wired differently. You know, I think we've all been through something where I just don't feel like I belong, you know, and when you start finding your purpose and you start living more authentically and the more you choose authenticity, the truer I am or you are to being you and the more easily you find yourself with people and situations that show you how to be much more authentic and you truly start belonging. And then you can release what doesn't belong in your world. And you start, the roots naturally start cleaning up. I mean, it's, it's amazing as I've gotten more rooted in, in my purpose and more inspired by who I am, how my roots and my relationships and the people I attract and the situations I attract 
start just naturally getting better, you know, experience more joy. So purpose is really the anchor for being anchored into your roots and all that you are underneath. But also, it's a weird analogy because it's the North Star where it keeps you really centered on your path. Right, so but without North Star is always constant, and right. everything else revolves around it. Right, and without the North Star, you can get distracted by things that aren't really serving you, or you're keeping the wrong company with people that aren't really supporting and celebrating you. They're bringing you down. So you got to choose your community wisely. Exactly, and it also makes it easier to do what is yours to do. You know, what am I here to do? And then you, what I'm here to do, what I'm here to do. And then I, you, then you release the rest. You rise above and you release the rest. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story today. If somebody wants to get a hold of you or somebody on your team, what is the best place to find you? Do you have a website? Um, I do have a website. It's theabundancecompany.com. And is that the best way to find you or on LinkedIn? or? Um... Um, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, I'm also have it my own Facebook page for the Abundance uh, Company. For the Abundance Company, it's Linnea Hagen. I think is success coach on Facebook, but yeah, Linnea Linnea Quinn Hagen on um, I think Facebook and both LinkedIn, and also they can just email me. It's Linnea. That's L Y N N E A at abundancecoaching.net. Good stuff. Well, thank you again for sharing your story today. You're doing important work and we appreciate you. Well, Lee, I appreciate you for getting all the great work that's out there, out to the world. We're trying, thank you. trying to fight the good fight. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for, for doing that. I really appreciate being here. All right, this is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on Coach the Coach Radio. Yeah.